Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Corona Premier Golf Show on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. I'm Darren Pritchett, live from the U.S. Senior Open at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. It is almost championship week for the U.S. Senior Open at Notre Dame. It's the first time this competition has been held on a collegiate golf course, and Notre Dame is proudly the first golf course to host this great event. I'm Darren Pritchett from the USGA Media Tent. The Media Tent is just along Douglas Road. I'm kind of in between the driving range and also the Notre Dame Golfers facility that is just down the road. And in fact, I'm looking outside the doors here. The Douglas Road area is just outside our tent. The whole complex looks a lot different than we're used to, obviously, with all of the Tents that have been constructed over the last couple of weeks in preparation for the 40th U.S. Senior Open at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. I was just in the clubhouse a few moments ago. Boy, does it look different than we're used to, and you will see all the changes the next time you come out to the clubhouse here at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. Everything looks absolutely spectacular in preparation for the start of U.S. Senior Open Week. We've got the practice rounds. That will be taking place on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. There will be media sessions involving the players that will take part in this event on those days. And then the championship will begin on Thursday morning with first and second round play Thursday and Friday. A cut after the second round. And then we have the weekend competition, the third round, a week from Saturday, and the final round on Sunday. If you are a golf fan and... You grew up probably in the 80s and 90s. A lot of these guys are going to be very familiar names to you as this is the Champions Tour. Of course, people 50 and older can take part in the U.S. Senior Open. Chris Smith, who grew up just down the road from Notre Dame, has qualified qualified to play in this event this year. And it is a wide-ranging list of great players that are going to be taking part in this U.S. Senior Open. Now, Budweiser's weekday sports beat will be stationed here at the U.S. Senior Open throughout next week. We will have three-hour shows on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Wednesday is the final day of practice, and there will be a lot of interviews that will take place in the media area. And then, of course, on Thursday and Friday, we'll be able to catch up with golfers after the round. So a lot of coverage coming up on Budweiser's weekday sports beat. Expanded coverage normally run from 5 to 7. We'll be on from 4 to 7, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then our golf show, presented by Corona Premier, will be back right here in the USGA Media Center Saturday morning here on WSBT Radio. Right now, the golfers that will take part in this national championship are up in Wisconsin at University Ridge Golf Course as it is the American Family Insurance Championship. And Jerry Kelly is the leader after the first round as he shot a 7-under par 65 yesterday. David Frost is one shot back at minus 6. Then you've got a host of golfers at minus 5, including Kirk Triplett, 
Steve Stricker, who has to be a favorite for the U.S. Senior Open at Warren Golf Course. When you think of Stricker on the PGA Tour, he hits the ball so straight. Great putter, great around the green. That's the type of player that could do very well at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. The U.S. Senior Open defending champion David Toms is playing this week up in Wisconsin. He is also at a tie for third place after shooting a 5-under par 67. Also at minus 5, Duffy Waldorf, Corey Pavin. He'll be here next week. So a good group of golfers at minus 5. And then at minus 4, you've got lefty Steve Flesh, who I believe is a part of the Fox broadcast team. John Daly is playing this week. And he shot a 400 par 68 yesterday in the opening round of the tournament up in Wisconsin. In all likelihood, from what we understand, he will not take part of the U.S. Senior Open. He has been having to use a cart due to an injury. And he has not been overly happy for his own reasons with the USGA through the last few years. So it's up in the air whether he will be here. The assumption is no, but I guess we'll wait and see what happens next week. Also at minus four, Tom Perdice, Billy Andrade. Bernard Langer, who has just been a dominant force on the Champions Tour for so many years, he is at minus three. He will be one of the favorites when the U.S. Senior Open starts at Warren on Thursday. Miguel Angel Jimenez, another guy that should be near the top of the leaderboard, almost won the U.S. Senior Open last year out at Broadmoor in Colorado, that tournament won by David Toms. Jimenez is right now at minus three in the tournament up in Wisconsin. Lee Jansen, a two-time winner of the U.S. Open. He'll be here next week. He shot a three under par 69 yesterday. A guy that we've had the chance to be around a little bit with the Senior PGA Championship up in Benton Harbor. And that's Kenny Perry, who almost won the Masters years ago, missed a short putt, and has been very open about talking about that putt and how he's learned from that experience. He shot a two-under par 70 yesterday. Larry Mize, who had that great chip in at the Masters back in... Gosh, was that late 80s, I guess, now? Boy, time flies. You kind of forget all the exact years now. Mize shot a two-under par 70 yesterday. So that gives you a little sample of some of the names of the players that will be taking part in our event this week at Notre Dame. In fact, going farther down the list, so many familiar names. Chris DeMarco, Billy Mayfair, Michael Bradley shot one-under par 71s. You've got VJ Singh, who will live on the driving range at Warren. Even par, 72 yesterday. Paul Goidos, Mark Kalkovecki at even par. Fred Funk at even par. Lauren Roberts also coming in at even par. And a guy I'm excited to see here at Warren. Darren Clark, who won the Open Championship years ago. He shot a one over par, 73 yesterday. And Rocco Mediate, who has so much fun playing the game of golf, always chattering. And almost won the U.S. Open in 2006 at Torrey Pines. And that's where Tiger Woods had the leg injury, the ACL injury, and made the putt on the 72nd hole to force the playoff, and ultimately Tiger would win. He had not won a major until he won the Masters just a month or so ago. So a look at some of the names of players that will be here for the U.S. Senior Open. There's even John Smoltz on the leaderboard this week, the former Major League Baseball player, Baseball Hall of Famer, shot a four-over-par 76 playing with the big boys in the American Family Insurance Championship University Ridge Golf Course up in Wisconsin. The purse is $2 million on the Champions Tour this week. It'll be a little more next week for the 40th U.S. Senior Open at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. Just to give you a little insight, again, I'm inside the USGA media tent 
and it is located very close to Douglas Road, not too far down from the Notre Dame practice facility, not too far from the regular driving range for the public here at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. And it looks like they're expecting a pretty big turnout media-wise as I'm in the back of the media tent. They have some enclosed areas with glass so we can broadcast and not affect the riders in front of us. But there's about, I would say, six rows of tables and eight or nine chairs at each table. There's two sets on each side of the room. So there's probably 12 or 13 sets of tables set up here. At the front of the media tent, there are two huge video boards and also an interview set if you've watched the U.S. Open and you've watched maybe the Golf Channel, their coverage. There's always what looks like a TV desk in which the players sit at with microphones in front and a USGA representative running the press conference. That is situated in the middle of the two video boards. And I would assume the video boards will have the TV coverage on it and also a scoreboard for the media to follow the activity of this U.S. Senior Open. I was at Olympia Fields in 2003 outside of Chicago as we took Budweiser's weekday sports beat to the regular U.S. Open. That's the U.S. Open that Jim Furyk won outside of Chicago. And the media tent was... It is 819 at 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader, Darren Pritchett from Warren Golf Course, side of the U.S. Senior Open. Sorry we got cut off there as I was telling a story about being at Olympia Fields in 2003 when Jim Furyk won the U.S. Open Championship. The media tent was absolutely humongous. Now, this is a little smaller version, but there's still a lot of areas here for media from across the country and also locally to cover this U.S. Senior Open. And this is going to be a very intriguing few days here at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. And I'm Darren Pritchett again from the USGA Media Tent, which is just me and John Foster right now, the general manager at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. And your golf course looks a whole lot different than what we're used to seeing, all the tents and everything. This looks like a national championship, and by golly, we've got one coming here in a few days. I thought I was at the wrong place this morning. Isn't that yeah. something? It's incredible. It's fun. It's exciting, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool there. Where are we right now in preparation for the U.S. Open? I'm sorry. I've got... That's okay. I'm struggling with my throat today, but we are 99.9% there. There's some minor stuff that's being done today. Some tents, small tents are putting up for valet and some other things. Um, but all the major structures are done. They're filled with furniture. They're getting filled with uh, mm. all the catering supplies and stuff today. So it's, uh, you know, showtime. And it won't be long. You know, we've had a little bit of rain, of course, over the last few days. But I guess that's not a bad thing at this point. It hasn't been downpours, at least. Or are you really ready for the rain to stop? Yeah, I think we've had it with really? the rain. We, we've done a really good job of handling the stuff up till I think it was last. Let me do my math here. Was it last Monday? It last Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay. We had I think two and a half to three inches of rain, and up to that point, everything had drained, drained, drained. We finally reached I think the saturation point, and we had water standing. Mm. Um, now the good news is, as we all know, we haven't had any rain in the last three or four days, which was the first time since January 3rd that that did occur. Really? Three days of consecutive <laughs> no precipitation. Wow. It had been over six months. So 
Uh, we've dried up nicely. We're still not as firm as we'd like to be to make this place play the way we'd like it to, to play. It's, I mean, it's, there's no standing water. There's no moisture you can, you know, feel in the surface, but it's, it's just a little bit wetter than we would like. I think we're supposed to get a few more rain events, or are we not? Sunday and Monday, I see a 50% chance, yeah. but temperatures right now between 78 and yeah. 82 before the championship gets underway. I think the championship, at least the last time I checked, was pretty good as far as the weather goes. How about Thursday? We've got partly cloudy skies, 86. Friday, partly cloudy, 88. And then over the weekend, I mean, that's a long way away. Scattered thunderstorms on Saturday. But, but, you know, scattered thunderstorms, when it gets to be 88 degrees, is pretty much, they they cover themselves and put that in there because it could happen. But it's funny, from a safety standpoint, we all of a sudden uh, this week turned our focus to heat stroke and things such as that being prepared for. And then, believe me, that's nothing we would have talked about up until now because, as you know, the temps have been terrible. And, and yeah. as a result, it stunted some grass growth here and there, but I think we're back to normal. And actually, the, the wow. USGA can be more pleased with the way the course is set up right now. Corona Premier Golf Show live from Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame and the USGA Media Tent, which is pretty impressive. By the way, looking forward to seeing how this all unfolds next week with the practice rounds. And the top-line players will be in here doing interviews with the media that will be assembled. I think at this point, we probably need just to go over some basics of this championship. There's probably a lot of people that are going to be coming out have never been to a golf tournament before. And if you have... This is probably going to be a whole lot different than maybe the experience you had in Benton Harbor where you had to ride shuttles just to get Mm -hmm. to different parts of the golf course. This is going to be a whole lot easier from a walking standpoint. So I'm going to go with the basic questions here. Okay. But I think it's important at this point. For people coming out to the golf tournament, if you've played Warren, obviously you can normally park in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. You get your clubs taken out of the trunk. You're at the clubhouse and off you go. Parking is going to be different for this championship. First off, it's free. Yes, it is. Everybody loves free. <laughs> so where should people go to park for the U.S. Senior Open, sure. whether it's the practice rounds right. or the actual rounds that will take place Thursday through Sunday? Okay, so Whitefield, I don't know if everyone's familiar with Whitefield, but it's the foot, It's known as the football yep. parking lot. There's seven to 7,500 spaces out there. Um, right off of the tollway, you know, Douglas Road runs from 933. So... During the practice rounds, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Douglas Road's going to be open all the way from Ironwood to the tollway. So okay. easy access to White Field, no problem. You can come from anywhere, and there will be attendants there to show you where to park. Then you'll have the option of hopping a little shuttle to take you basically 300, 400 yards at the most, or you can walk in. And that's our main entrance is where normally our third hole is, Championship 15, is the northwest side of the golf course. You'll see it. There's a huge entry structure and uh, merchandise tent and other things being built there, right by the roundabout at Juniper okay. and Douglas. <clears throat> so that's the parking plan. On Thursday through Sunday, the championship rounds, Douglas Road will be closed from, I believe, at 7 a.m. till 7 p.m. So you'll have to enter from the 933 side, or you can go up off of Cleveland and come down Juniper and enter Whitefield. There'll be ample signage, both electric, electronic, as well as uh, policemen at the different sites to direct you into the field there. So, and as you said, Darren, it is free. Okay. In terms of tickets, people have had the opportunity mm-hmm. to buy them online for many months now, 2019USSeniorOpen.com. If you'd like to get more information, they've had some great deals that have been out there 
for the last few days. If you do not have a ticket, mm -hmm. is there a way to purchase oh, a yeah. ticket on site? There's a admissions uh, um, trailer, basically, right outside the main gate. So, yeah, the majority of, not majority, but a lot of people who do come to the championship have not bought tickets yet. It's, it's walk-up, and so that will be very visible. The admissions trailer will be prior to the main entrance, and um, that's the only place we're selling tickets. There's a secondary entrance, which is our normal entrance um, to, to the golf course. People will be able to enter there if they're already ticketed. Okay. But the parking, there's no parking in that area, so the only people that really will be able to utilize that are people who bought hospitality that may be parking at Bulla or one of the other assigned lots from the university and then shuttled to our secondary gate. John Foster, Darren Pritchett with you at the U.S. Senior Open. What can people... I guess not bring in that they normally can do a sporting event here at the U.S. Senior Open. Is there anything that stands out that people should know when they get in? Are they going to be checked for certain things? You know, uh, we're going to be using magnetometers. So basically, you know, that's the metal detectors. You can bring in your cell phone, and that's not an issue. Uh, clear, it's a clear bag policy, though. So for anybody out there that's planning on bringing a big bag in or something like that, you're going to have to return to your car and... Uh, yeah. I guess the good news about our parking situation here is that if that happens everywhere, as we know, you don't have to hop a bus and go back a half hour and put the stuff back in your car. But, yeah, FYI, and there should be signage in the parking lot to indicate that so people don't get that far before they realize it. But other than that, no, it's, it's not super, super restricted. Umbrellas? Yeah, you can bring okay. umbrellas in. Yeah. Now, the normal clubhouse... There will not be access for the fans. Right, that is correct. Okay, that's going to be for players and the USGA. Mm -hmm. But there are going to be all sorts of food available, oh, yeah. and you got the merchandise tent. Yeah, no, there's uh, there are a lot of concession stands out there. As you, yeah, the merchandise tent will hit you right as you walk in. It's gigantic. <laughs> um, I'll take you out there after the show. It's pretty impressive. Okay. Uh, St. Joe uh, Med Center has a wellness pavilion out at the entrance too. That's really cool. There's a lot of interactive things and. Um, health-wise things they're going to be doing out there, so be sure and stop by that as well. And then there's an opportunity for upgraded concessions, which would be you know, high-end food and beverage. Um, some of the local, uh, like a Ruth's Chris is going to have a stand oh. in there. Tito's Vodka will have a stand in there. It's a huge structure we've erected on the 17th hole. It's called the Irish Club. And for an upgrade on your ticket price, uh, you get access to that. It, it, you still have to buy the stuff. But you also have air conditioning, flat screen TVs, um, a great 270 degree view on 17 where you can see a number of holes. So it's a popular spot. We pre-sold a boatload of those things. We're not at capacity, but we're near it okay. at this point. Which kind of leads me into for people that are going to come to a golf tournament for the first time, I guess we should offer a little advice on how to attack watching yeah. a golf tournament. You have 18 holes to choose from first off. Some people, I think, just like to put a chair down and sit at one hole all day and watch every single golfer come through. So let's start mm -hmm. there. You know this golf course like the back of your mm -hmm. hand. Are there a couple of spots that stand out to you that you would say, if I'm going to put a chair down and yeah. if I'm going to sit all day and watch everybody come through, where would the locations be? Are there a couple that stand out? Yeah, and that's a really good question, Darren, because there are two main, I, I would refer to them as pods. The first one being, as you enter, you're going to enter by 15 green, 16 green. Mm -hmm. uh, 16 is a cool little uh, par 3 that we have hospitality almost surrounding it as far as skyboxes, and there's also bleachers out there. So you won't have to bring your own seat if you don't want to. There's bleachers at eight different locations across the golf course. 
and they're well positioned. They're all by the green, a specific green. I would hang out there for a while because, as you know, there in 16 is that short little par three that's um, yeah, you know, 140 yards. But all things, all kinds of things can happen, especially given the, the green complex there. And then you can walk. The other big pod of activity would be around the clubhouse. Now you can't get in, but you obviously can get up here because you got 18 green, you got 12. Uh, which is a, a par three, but it's got, I think, 180 feet of skybox surrounding it, plus a massive bleacher complex. And across the way on 18, obviously, you have, I think, more bleachers, obviously, than anywhere else. Adjacent to 18 is nine with a huge bleacher complex. And then you're right near the driving range. So walk over. We've set up bleachers behind the driving ranges. You and I know that's, that's one of our favorite spots yeah. when we go watching the guys hit. You can interact with them. Watching, you know, 55-year-old guys talk to each other and one of them say, hey, I, I, I found something here. You know, I think I finally <laughs> figured it out. It's like, okay. They're like little kids, really. So that, that's, that would put you on the other side of the golf course. But in terms of walking, it's about 800, I think, seven or 800 yards. It's not a lot. If, you've, if anybody's been to some other events that have a golf course that's way spread out, this isn't one of them. Okay. I'm just thinking, and... I kind of know this golf course by the regular routing, so maybe right. you can fill in the blanks. Sure. But in terms of an area, if people don't want to walk very far as well, <laughs> you've got what normally is the number one tee off, which is number mm -hmm. 12. Uh, well, our normal number one is 13. Okay, close. 13. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Close. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screw this up all week. <laughs> no, so, no. so number one tee off, which is 13 for the championship. Yeah. The 18th green is, for the tournament is not far away. Yeah, exactly. And plus, just across that little driveway is the par 3. 12, the which one is, I was referring to. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. And then the driving range is to the other that's side. That's perfect. That's a pretty good spot right there. That's absolutely perfect. I, I'll tell you something else which is really good. No, normally, you wouldn't say this. Our first hole, and I'm, I'm going to take you out there, which is 16 by the clubhouse. Yeah. They set up a huge bleacher complex around that. And you can see not only that hole, but you can see the 10th tee, which is normally our 7th. And you look over your shoulder, and you've got the 12th green there. So right by the clubhouse, um, it, it is really a cool place. And then on Thursday, Friday, as you know, Darren, they do two tee starts. They go off one, ten, in two different waves. Mm -hmm. So all day long, you're going to have people going off wow. the first tee, as opposed to normally, after a certain time, they're all gone. Excuse me, they're all gone. So be, be sure to check that out. There's some surprises for the players as they get onto the tee there, too. There's some really cool Notre Dame stuff we've done. And really? You'll see it throughout the golf course, and the players so far have responded really, really positively. I think that's kind of breaking news. I've not heard anybody talk about that. Yeah, well, you'll, you'll see. I, I may share it with you after, after the show. Boy, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm getting the VIP treatment. <laughs> I didn't upgrade my ticket. Maybe I should, maybe I should throw you a few oh, bucks you got, here. you got a pretty good place to hang out here at the media center. Well, this right? is pretty nice, but I think they should just build some hockey boards and have it, hockey memorabilia there right is, there. It is huge. Yeah, it you know, really it's is. Unbelievable. This yeah. is... This is going to be outstanding. And if you're someone that wants to follow the golfers or a particular mm -hmm. golfer, you can do that as well. Yeah. The routing of this particular golf course now is going to allow you to easily follow. If you want to basically yeah. Vijay Singh yeah, is your yeah. guy, you can follow him 18 holes very easily. And there, you'll see throughout uh, as you come in or as you're walking around, you'll see boxes that have tee sheets in them, which are basically you know who's playing where they're at what time they teed off and so on and so forth who they're paired with so that will be um you know, you'll be able to determine where they're at at any given time and obviously as you know navigate your way there very easily 
We're talking live on Saturday morning at U.S. Senior Open Week here as we get set for the practice rounds and the start of the tournament on Thursday. When will the pairings be unveiled by the USGA, uh, and how can people get those? You know, you go to the USGA website, which is usga.org, and w there also will be, and uh, I noticed a while ago you gave the, the website we've been using for three years now. It's now turned over to the USGA. It's a, something they do, so it's, a, it's the uh, U.S. Senior Open dot com now they've just taken the 2019 off of it but so th that'll be on that site too it'll be a direct link to the uh starting times and that as far as when they're up there and i think they're being put up later today or tomorrow sunday i know they've been done because i sat in with uh, ben kimball uh we talked a little bit about some of the stuff he was doing it's pretty cool how they come up with who they pair people with you know, one thing I left out in our conversation about getting people ready to come out, right. when will the gates open each day? It's 7 a.m. Uh, on the uh, practice rounds, 7.30 on the uh, championship rounds. A little bit later on Saturday and Sunday, I think it's like 8 or 8.30, because we will we'll cut the field down to 60 and ties, and then we will have, um, uh, I think... I think they start at about 8.30 then instead of starting at 7.30. So, uh, again, they'll be readily available. Some of those things are in flux right now. Uh, they're looking at weather and whatever else to sure. determine. But, and I, will tell, I can give you one pairing. I don't know when they're playing. So, uh, let me get this straight. David Toms, who won the U.S. Senior Open, okay, is one guy. Jeff Wilson, who's an outstanding amateur player out of Oregon. And he, there's a great story with, about him on the USGA website right now. Okay. And Miguel Angel oh. Jimenez, because he won the Senior Open, the British Open, last okay. year. So him and David are paired together, and they've thrown Jeff Wilson into the mix. So I'm following that one, definitely. I'm just going to follow the practice <laughs> ring well, warm-up yeah, of Miguel, sure, of course. That's look at the tee time and then go about an hour ahead of time and sit in the stands at the driving range and just enjoy yourself. And I'm glad you said that because, for example, mm -hmm. if you want to see David Toms, yeah. let's say he tees off at 2, if you go to the driving range, 12.45? Yeah, you know, all different people have different routines. Yeah. If, if VJ sings, tees off at 10 o'clock, be there at 6 o'clock. I mean, the dude just practices yeah. forever. But some of the guys... Uh, you know, really don't don't hit that many balls prior to a round. But I'd say that if you're an hour ahead of time, you're a pretty good chance you're going to see them. And if not there, let's say 10 to 15 minutes before their tee time, they're going to be at the putting chipping area right True. adjacent to the park, the normal parking lot. Mm. You'll be right there. So. Years in pretty the cool. making. We're here. It's, it's real. It's real. It's no real. turning back now. You can hear <laughs> by the forklift that almost ran over us that it's, it's real. <laughs> we're well insured, I think. Yes, I, think, yes, I, think we're I can be tell okay. you that is the case, too. <laughs> John Foster, General Manager at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. I'm Darren Pritchett from the USGA Media Tent at Warren Golf Course, side of the 2019 U.S. Senior Open. Let's take a quick timeout. We'll come back with more live from Warren next on WSB. It is 8.41 on this Saturday morning. The Corona Premier Golf Show live from our national championship at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, the 40th U.S. Senior Open. Right now, the Champions Tour up in Wisconsin. And all those players will be making their way to South Bend after the final round on Sunday. And they will be here on Monday taking part in practice rounds. So... 
Darren Pritchett, John Foster with you. I should introduce ourselves <laughs> once again, live from the USGA media tent. And, John, with this tournament up in Wisconsin, did you see any of these guys a couple of days before this event got underway? We did. We had um, people coming both ways. We had a couple qualifiers that went up on Monday qualify for that event who didn't make it. So on Tuesday, they were down here. Uh, and then when the other way around, we had Joe Durant and uh, Billy Andrade stop by on Tuesday on their way up to the event. So, um, you know, that, that was the activity this week. Tom Lehman showed up last night. He played some holes. I have not seen him since. I'm curious to see what his feedback was. Um, but a lot of them, because the, the, the Tour Champions events have pro-ams on both Wednesday, Thursday, sometimes on Tuesday, the guys didn't really have a lot of time to come by. Even though Madison yep. isn't in the neighborhood, you would think. So um, the ones I've spoken to, the majority are coming in on Monday. Some of them are coming Sunday night after the event in Madison. They're, they're Actually, they've chartered uh, a plane to come from Madison down to South Bend. Okay. You were out at Broadmoor last year yep. to see the U.S. Senior Open, the 39th installment. Set up there and here, similar? And, you know, it's it's really good question, Darren, because I was speaking with Robbie Zelznick last night, the... Um, the tournament director for mm -hmm. championship director for the USGA, and he he was we were out looking at the property, and he said, John, this has got such a good feel for a, a major major championship because of all the structures and all the building. Now, not to detract from Broadmoor, that was a cool championship too, but most of these structures were were in the hotel. I mean, they used the hotel for so many things because it sits right on the golf course. There uh. were very few temporary structures out on the golf course, and that doesn't make it bad and it doesn't make it good it just makes it different than what we've got here and this has a feel when you watch the senior or the u.s open last week with all of the structures of pebble beach you know the people it was just jam-packed very compact uh, it's got more of that kind of look than maybe the broadmoor had last year well you and tim know through the years i haven't been overly thrilled with some of the usga venues for the regular u.s open and some of the setups have been off the mark and the yeah. players have said that USGA nailed it. They the knocked beach. it out of the ballpark. Oh, my there. goodness. It was all about the players again. Well, you know, it's interesting, Darren, and you doing baseball, it seems like every night of the week, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that the last thing you want is to really know what an umpire's name is. And Bingo. So many of them try to take over the show. I don't think anything the USGA has done has ever been intentional necessarily, but you didn't hear about it from the players or the media, any harping, and I think that's the way the USGA wanted it. You know, we'll just let us conduct the championship and move on to the next one. I'm okay with double digits. I am too. Under par. I, it, it was, was really exciting too, and uh, we got great. a really good winner. I'm happy for him. Uh, I think everybody's happy for him. I wasn't interesting. I wasn't rooting against Kepka this this week. I was we, kind of pulling for him we, actually. Yeah, no, to win we three talked in a row. about that a couple of weeks ago, and we're just kind of an enigma. Why aren't more people rooting for the guy? But I think his comment about course setups in general with the USGA. He made going into that championship and basically telling the other players just to shut up and play. Yeah. He didn't seem to have any problem with it. All of a sudden, I kind of like this dude now. So. I do, too. He's fun to watch, and Mickelson was very complimentary yep. of the USGA. He's been a harsh critic. Yes, he has. I think it just comes down to, John, they were on a golf course that they didn't have to trick it That's up. That's true. That is Some so of these true. courses have turned into open championships, and we don't need two open championships. No. We need an open championship and... A U.S. Open championship, and I felt like we got it back last week. That was as much fun as I've had watching yep. a U.S. Open in many, many years. Yeah, it, puts, uh, it was really funny. I was talking to the other championship director, Ben Kimball, who's really a great guy. He's been very uh, a lot of help to us, a lot of help to Matt Seal, our mm -hmm. superintendent. 
uh, Ben said yesterday that uh, the women's U.S. Women's Open went great. Good. For the USGA and for everybody involved. And you know how the U.S. Open was. He's, go he's going, I don't want them to say, wow, our Open Championship season was really good up until they went to Notre Dame. So he's feeling the, uh, and he always feels some pressure, but he's got the, you know, the attitude that we got to do this thing right. And I've got the ultimate confidence in Ben that he will do it right. John, just to offer a little perspective, hasn't there been USGA members here for a couple of years in preparation for this week? Yeah, on and off. I mean, wow, they, they okay. haven't lived here, but no, Ben's probably, this is his ninth or tenth visit probably, and it goes back three years actually when he started and and impressing mm. upon Matt what he'd like to see the week of the championship in terms of playing conditions. And I sat in on the uh, agronomy meeting yesterday with uh, three of the USGA agronomists, uh, our maintenance leadership, and then uh, Ben Kimball. And it was fascinating to hear what they were out on the course doing yesterday in terms of what they were measuring. You know, the firmness of the greens, the firmness of the fairways, the speed of the greens, obviously, the height of the rough, uh, the how they were going to treat the surrounds around the green. Are they going to you know, fluff up the rough? Are they going to let it lay down? I mean, it's just was, it was fascinating to hear them talk about the degree of, um, you know, perfection that they require out of a golf course. Well, I'll tell you what, just walking from the regular clubhouse mm -hmm. to the media center and just seeing a few of the holes, it has the feel of a U.S. Open. Just uh, with yeah. the way everything is cut, yeah. the fairways, you can see the rough has been built mm -hmm. up, the preciseness of the greens, yeah. it just... It feels like I was at Olympia Fields in 2003. It's, 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 yeah, it's really good, too, because we've had no play out here for a couple of weeks. And, you know, the, the, there aren't the divots and everything else, the ball marks and the greens and stuff. Uh, as we, If we go out afterwards, I've got my putter on my cart and a few golf balls. We'll just see where they're stimping today. The they're not quite where they want them yet. But they're <laughs> they're kind of quick. So. I'll <laughs> never forget being at Olympia Fields a month before the U.S. Open, and they allowed us to play. Uh-huh. And the first hole that we played, I hit it off to the right. And I think my wrist is still at Olympia Fields from that uh, swing as I was in some rough. deep stuff. And, of course, I'll just take a five iron. No, you need to take an eight <laughs> iron or a nine iron. And, like I said, my wrist is still back, I think, in the rough somewhere. But, you know what, I just remember that day. It was just a fun event. And if you put the ball in the fairway... Yeah. It's just a regular golf yeah, course. It, that's true. I mean, it's it's no different than any. I mean, any of these courses. If you hit it in the fairway, your chances are pretty good. And we have very ample fairways, as you know. Sure. Um, I think the added element here, the greens are so tiny, not quite as small as as Pebble Beach, but very small, uh, and very small entrances into the greens. That if you're in the rough, you got no chance probably. If we can get the greens as firm as we would like, as, as unless you want to run it up, and that shot's available almost on every hole out here. Do you know what the thickness of the rough is going to we be, and are they done cutting it now? Well, yes and no. There's certain the areas. There's certain areas we are topping off here and there, but they're going to start out at about three and a half inches as far as the length of the rough. What's it normally so here? Do you normally know? Normally about um, one and three quarters. So, so it's twice. about twice, and then depending upon conditions, you know if. Um, there's a lot of fertilizer sitting on that rough right now, so when it, when it warms up, you probably will be able to hear that stuff growing. And then it'll be up to them as to what degree they want us to cut it or they want to let it go. I just like this golf course. You don't have to have a driver in your hands nope. all the time. This is one of those courses that I love the USGA to come to because yeah. you use every club in your bag. And I think that's one reason they, they've selected us, too. You know, this was done after a number of dress rehearsals, be it NCAAs or the women's amateur public links or open qualifiers and qualifiers 
And I think that's one of the things they took away from this, Darren, is that yeah. depending on where they set T locations, uh, and there's a lot of thought that goes into that. We always think about hole locations, but they've been putting a lot of thought into on any given day, where should they uh, tee these guys off from. So, um, but, but you're right. There's, there's a need for, the, for a driver on a number of the holes, but on some of the others, there is no need to bring it out of your bag. John Foster, Darren Pritchett with you. Corona Premier Golf Show on WSBT Radio. Let's take a quick timeout. You'll hear from U.S. Senior Open defending champion David Toms next. It is 8.50 at WSBT. 8.54 at WSBT, the Corona Premier Golf Show, live from the U.S. Senior Open at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. John Foster and Darren Pritchett with you. We're going to play a piece put together by WSBT 22's Pete Byrne. You recently talked to defending champion David Toms. And, John, you've had a chance to be around David. He's really embraced this championship at Notre Dame. He's all in. I mean, it, it was, it's great to have someone like that as the defending champion because there's a role that we always, or the USGA wants them to play, and that is to promote the championship. And he was here oh, probably five, six weeks ago, I believe. And, uh, you know, the... the the clip they did, and it's on um, the USGA website with Tim Brown, Jerome Bettis, mm-hmm. walking David across campus, telling him about the university and their time here was really, really cool. And they got David on the football field with a football jersey, throwing passes to Tim and, and things such as that. So as much as he loves LSU, and he'll make that clear, sure. he uh, he really cottoned to us, I guess is what you would say. And he, he he's going to be great. And he's, his work is done. Now he's here to play golf. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were talking off air that given his game, I mean, he's got a, a really good chance, chance to to repeat and to defend here. All right. This is from WSBT 22. Their sports director, Pete Byrne, recently caught up with U.S. Senior Open defending champion David Toms. One month from tomorrow, the 40th U.S. Senior Open officially tees off at Notre Dame. And when it does, David Toms will be looking to defend the title. Toms was recently in town to visit campus and check out the golf course. And that's where WSBT 22's Olivia Ray caught up with the reigning champ. Uh, my expectations are they're going to have a heck of a, an event. I just hope I'm in the mix come Sunday afternoon and have a chance to, uh, to repeat, especially here at Notre Dame. I mean, I'm a big college football fan, the college sports in general, and I can't think of a better place that epitomizes that than Notre Dame. Do you expect college football fans out on the golf course this summer? Or what, what are your expectations from that? You know, I certainly hope so. I mean, I think anybody that's uh, a fan of Notre Dame and fan of this place will come to town and, and see some great golf and see some of the greats in the game that they followed for a long time. I think our product's really good that we put on the put on the field, so to speak, and uh, I think they'll have a great time. They can come and be a part of Notre Dame and be on campus and at the same time watch a lot of great golf. How are you playing at this time? What's your game look like right now, and, and what are you expecting the weeks moving forward? It's been pretty solid. Had a couple second place finishes this year so far. I've been in the last group three or four times on Sunday and haven't quite got it done, but I'm getting close. Um, need to putt a little bit better, especially in a major championship. So if I can get the putter going and work hard on that, and you never know. Hopefully it all comes together here at the Warren Golf Course. It all came together for you last year as well. Talk about defending um, a championship and heading into this U.S. Senior Open with that title. Well, it's always tough to defend. 
defend, number one, because your expectations are high. You might have a few more obligations than normal uh, tournament week. But at the same time, you can gain confidence from, from winning the year before. And so, obviously, a different venue. Not sure how I stack up on this golf course. But, you know, uh, I enjoy USGA events. I enjoy the challenge of it. Um, you know, like I said, I'll just get here to prepare. And hopefully game all comes together at one time and I have a chance. Yes, where everybody else does. All right, that is David Toms, defending champion of the U.S. Senior Open. He will be here and teeing it up this week. All right, John, let's just kind of wrap things up. Why don't you remind folks the website where they can get more details on everything we've talked about, including still getting tickets for right. the event. Yeah, ussenioropen.com. That'll get you there. Uh, USGA.org if you, uh, you know, forget that other one. So between the two, you're going to be well covered. Yeah, tickets are available for walk-up. Single sessions, week long, however you want to do it. Um, the merchandise is packed and ready to go. And um, it, you know, if you've never been to an event, you really owe it to yourself yep. to come out. Whether it be a practice round. Uh, one thing I do want to promote is on Monday at one o'clock we have Military Appreciation Day, and Father John uh, Jenkins is going to be here. Uh, we're going to be honoring you know uh, the military not all week long, but mm -hmm. but particularly at that time, and then. Um, retired and active military get in for free uh, for the whole week, too. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And again, youngsters it, under the it's age... 18 and under, yeah. If you purchase a ticket, they get in free. Yes. So yep. For every ticket by an adult... You get actually eight. You can bring in eight kids per ticket. Not oh, I didn't that you know would that. want to. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to tend to eight kids? But um, and if you have nine, I think we'll let that slide too. <laughs> yeah. If the idea is to get the kids here, it's the so. John Foster rule. It, it is. Yeah. Tell them you know me. Yeah, I like. That'll it. carry a lot of weight. Well, good luck to you this Thank week. You, I know we'll run into you on Sports Beat and on the Golf Show next Saturday, but. A lot yeah. of hard work has been put in. Yeah. I hope you get to enjoy I, it. I'm going to. That's that's Good. my job this week is to have fun, and I'm going to do it. All right. We'll see you later this week. Thank you, buddy. That's John Foster, the general manager at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. Our producer this morning has been Matt Embry. Tim Firestone will rejoin us next week, the owner of Blackthorn Golf Club. Of course, with Warren Clipin, you can head on out to Blackthorn for your golf needs. I'm Darren Pritchett. We'll talk to you later tonight with South Bend Cubs baseball, but that does it for the Corona Premier Golf Show on 96.1 WSBT South Bend, the sports leader. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.